When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, Zai, we're hey. back. Hey, that's it. We're Welcome back. back to the Duck Call Room podcast, guys. That's and it. we have another guest. <laughs> okay, one Jules Jepso Robertson. <laughs> Jeppy yeah. almost. almost got my name right. Jules, right. Jules, hey, Jules, known, yeah, known as Jeppito. All right, Jeppito. Yeah, what is what is Miss <laughs> Miss Jessica and the girls and then Riverman been up to these days? Uh, they're good. They're, they're good? having a good summer. Yeah, I guess um, they're growing like bitter weeds too. Gus, yeah, what? Well, Literally, in college now. Well, she just graduated high. school. She's going to college okay. in the fall. Yeah. Okay. Or Mary, she's going in a, like Mary three weeks. Is seventeen. Is she seventeen? She just turned seventeen. That's crazy. Three I days know. ago, she was just born the other day. No, no, no. <laughs> Good grief! They grow up fast, boys. Yeah, they do. Everybody wow. get long in the tooth. So everybody's doing good. They are. Yep. You and River been hunting here lately? Uh, well, we did when the, the season was yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. I was say, it, ain't, it ain't hunt season, right? So well, we have. Hey, a, look, I can't wait, yo. We <laughs> have a club. Um, me. River and my buddy Nick, also known as Nicky Tight Pants. Nicky Tight Pants. Nicky Tight Pants. It's called the Headshots Only Gamers Club. The Headshots Only Gamers Club. So we we stay. Nick has this little old, uh, (laughs) what's that thing called? The Shambler or something. It's a tiny little camper. And we stay in it out at his in law's land. It's awesome deer hunting. There's deer everywhere. This is in Central Texas. And, uh, and we'll play games at night, like kind of mostly <laughs> all into the night. And then we'll deer hunt kind of in the mornings and evenings. And then during the middle of the day, we, we game more. So right. it's just the, the men and the kids having a good time. Lots, 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 of work, lots of work to be done in Texas. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Hey, hey. Yeah. And don't mess with Texas, boys. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's the thing. Okay. Well, Jeff, we've been missing you, man. You've been, I know. You've been MIA. Yep. I miss you. A lot of people say, do you miss home? I'm like, not necessarily the town as much. I miss the people. Yeah. 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 That's the way I was with the military since I spent 24 and a half years. At, you know, they asked me, well, what what's the biggest adjustments you had to make? I said, well, I miss the people that I actually served with. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, a lot of fun and a lot of trouble. <laughs> you know, mainly because I couldn't keep my mouth shut, but that's, you know. <laughs> oh, you, shocker. Uh, yeah, shocker. Yeah, that's a shocker of all time. Boy. I can remember when we was filming the duck hunts, you could, you were, the cameraman had to put the camera in his lap to make you say anything. I don't know what it was about that. You, you were shy of the yeah. camera. You wouldn't even say, you wouldn't, now you won't shut up. Well, hey, no, that's like people, you know, you know when I tell them, I said, well, tell, us, tell us something about Uncle Si that we don't know. And I said, well, you, you really, you won't believe it when I tell you. And they said, what are you talking about? And I said, I'm a really a shy person. Yeah. And they said, yeah, you're really shy. He was. Because you know, uh, I was like, Phil, he said, hey, we used to have to hide the camera to get you on film and talking, telling your stories. Yeah. Because as soon as you seen the camera, you, yeah. you know, during the headlight, 
Yeah, well, I've seen that now because we had a girl with Femi one day, and the restaurant, you know, we was in a restaurant, Femi, and we, you know, needed just a girl. She had one line, may I help you, sir? That was it. And, you know, if you're not used to it, you know, when you they say action, you know, and you're supposed to say your line, but then seven people shove cameras in your face. Well, you're, if you're not used to it, it's kind of a scary experience, you know, when it's yeah. action and then it's, you know, you're looking at all these things stuck in your face. You know, we tried it for about 30 minutes. Was You know, we tried everybody in the restaurant and everybody was the same way. It was just mm-hmm. a complete failure. So finally they just said, hey, forget saying, may I help you, sir. Just walk up and hand the menu. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been meaning to tell you this. Well, it's pretty recent. I met like your biggest fan. It was the funniest thing I've ever heard anybody say. This girl, and she was uh, like newly married. She was like 22 or three. She said, you know, it was nice to meet you. Me and Jace were metal detecting at her in-law's land. And uh, she said, I just want to meet Cy. I'm the biggest fan. I love him. She said, I love him. I said, really? You love him? She said, I mean, if he was a hundred years younger, I yeah. mean, I'd like to. Uh, uh, he said if he was a hundred years younger, I'd marry. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, that's the story of my life. Okay. Hey. You missed it, Sal. You missed it. Uh, hey, I missed it, boys. Hey, it's a good thing. Metal detecting. Tell us about your metal detecting. It's fun. You know, I mean, I thought it was something like old men did when they were bored. Yeah, just, it's not a hobby. It was it just is. something to get them out of the house. That, that's exactly right. That's what old men do when they're bored. That, that's what <laughs> well, you do. Well, and I, granted, I'm, I'm sure that happens. But I didn't realize how fun it is. I mean, because you're fishing, and I know y'all, y'all love to fish. It's like you're going to catch a lot of gar, which is aluminum cans and pool tabs. But when you get that bass, when you and you, and you know beforehand, it's like, oh, this is something good. It's that. It's like when you got a fish on, and you're like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, I beg you, this boys. could be something yeah. awesome. It's that split second that's like so much fun. The not knowing. The, the what it anticipation. Is. But when it comes right to it, you're, it's looking, like the you're looking to hit the lottery. Okay, yeah. I mean, you're yeah. wanting to find something that'll be worth some serious. I, I, I would like treasure. to find bars of gold, but I, you know, I don't think that happens very right. often. I have found four silver ring, four or five. Two with diamonds on them. One with like a pretty good sized diamond. But I just give it to my daughters. I don't sell them. Well, hmm. I bet you well, they you never. Do. Yeah, you may they might. The big one, boys. <laughs> <At some point. laughs> That's the the anticipation of it. Okay, like a, like the ketchup coming out of the ketchup bottle. Especially if it's Heinz. Hey, free <laughs> free advertisement, boys, for Heinz ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all y'all are actually making a tv show about hunting treasure well we're yeah we're, we're trying we're trying we're, yeah. we're i can we're see doing, the, i can see the premise i mean i can see where you know the anticipate and anticipation where you don't know what's underneath there and if for some reason you got to see yeah. I mean, because there'll be some suspenseful music playing. You're dun, 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 dun. Uh, good yeah. night. You hear that? You know, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. like and then, Jaws. Then the cut to commercial. <laughs> yeah. You know, the last shovel. The last yeah. shovel. Right. Yeah. Oh, he's, I hit something. He's brushing that dirt off of it, and and they the camera zooms in. They <laughs> go to commercial. Go to commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Like good night. Uh, on next week's episode. <laughs> yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Then they then they show the open scene next week is a curious curious crushed beer can. 
Williams. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Another free advertisement. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. I, I'm definitely the rookie of the Size group. Size on it. Well, you know, hey. Like Murray and Jace find a lot. They're a lot better. And Jace just does it all. The, that's all he does. I mean, that play he, a round of golf every once in a Yeah, but I mean, really, poker. he detects yeah, and, then play, and then go out and play poker at night. And that's it's, it's like anything else. To get good at it, you have to just do it a ton. Well, Murray's good at it because, hey, some of the stuff he's got at his house is amazing. Well, what's crazy about Murray is I look – so your machine gives you a tone and it gives you numbers. I look more at the numbers, and Murray's like never looks at – he only – what he hears – the numbers could be terrible. It's like saying it's iron, but what he hears, if he hears something, the way it breaks over or something, he'll dig it. And yeah. man's found more stuff. Know, what is it? Find. What is it about Jay's? No matter what he decides to do, he's gonna end up doing it yeah. way better than you. Oh, yeah. Jace is John Wick. Yeah. So I just watched that movie again the other day. He's he that you know that Russian guy, the bad guy. He said John Wick is a man of determination. Oh well, that's right. He just gets her done, that's and that's it. Chase. He, he right. finds a way oh, to get it done. Yeah, say, if you're gonna be a bear, you might as well be a grizzly. That's right. Yeah. Hey, well, let's take a quick yeah. commercial break, Si, and we'll get right, into yeah. what you were talking about earlier after the break. We're back. Welcome back to the Duck Call Room. We got old, as I calls him, Jephetha. 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 So, every year for the last, what, 25 years, we all get together in the summertime and we go to Gulf Shores, yeah, Alabama. Okay. The Redneck they, AKA Riviera. the Redneck Riviera. That's right. So... <laughs> Back in the day, back when everybody was still in decent shape, the golf matches were pretty intense. Yep. And I remember when uh, me and Anna got married, that's the first thing I noticed about y'all. When y'all got together, you, Willie, Jace, and Al, yep. and played golf, it was some pretty yep. intense situations yep. that happened there. Which yep. I felt a little uncomfortable. I thought, are they fixing to throw hands? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Me all out. It's, yes. it's came <laughs> very <laughs> close at times to yeah. outright blows. Yeah. But nobody's done that, but it's been close. Oh, so the one I that bet stands you out. thought about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the one that stands out to me is, I'm sure you remember this, it's, Willie was teeing off and Jace made a noise. Intentional? Are unintentional. It was a noise right before contact, and and all it was all the skins were. It was the last hole. You remember what I'm talking about? <laughs> it's like a pressed. It was a, a press. It was we all. We played the for skins. money, but not a ton. I mean, it's like right. you lose like twenty bucks, you know. Right, right. But it's, it gives you something to play for. That's right. It makes and, it more. It makes and it more money fun. was involved in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh but, no, okay. not a lot. Well, do you really that? It was not unintentional. Okay, no, no. it was intentional. <laughs> well, well, okay. John, Jason Robertson is looking for an edge. This was this okay. was fifteen years ago, probably. So the noise was made. The ball was shanked. Willie's out of the hole. Well, it was. It got tempers began to flare. I, I well, was thinking, boy, these boys are fixing yeah, to throw down to city. right here. So that 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 right there told me that there is a point 
that there is a place that you do not go with yeah. Willie. Yeah, a, sign, a, li- a, a line has been drawn in the sand, boys. That's it. So, you- <laughs> I don't know if I remember that particular, but I remember uh, you. Uh, so Jay is known, and I don't think so anymore. He was known for his. So the Olympics is on right now. Jay could be in the Olympics for golf club toss. Oh, yeah. He could throw a club 100 yards. Oh, yeah. Like perfect spinning. <laughs> okay. Do you like them people that throw the disc? Hey, I know, I know about oh. that because when I worked at his golf course in Huntsville, Alabama, okay, we had a guy on doctor's orders, okay. He said, You're too stressful, okay, so you got to go find you a hobby to relieve the stress. Well, golf is the last thing. No, no, no. To- That's what I'm talking about because hey, he had come out there and the first time he made a bad swing and it shanked, hey, the golf clubs go up in the trees. <laughs> the whole bag, okay. Oh, He'd come driving back with an empty club of bag. Yeah. With we'll have to somebody have to go down there and climb up the big oak tree and get all his clubs back. We'll give it back to him every time uh, he comes to play golf. Oh no, look, why well, would you throw I, the club? I, I fix to tell you because I had a an anger <laughs> issue, so I I told myself I got to quit this stupid game. Yeah. So and that that will save me a lot of stress, not to mention a lot of money. Oh yeah. Now uh, you play golf, you fix spend some jack. Oh no. Yeah. That's and expensive. you get zero return out of it. I mean yeah. zero. What, what does three golf balls cost in a little package? Right now? Yeah. I don't know. Shoot. I ain't bought they, four years. I think it's about thirty bucks. One of no, three balls. No. They're, they're about six bucks a pop, though. Really? Five, six dollars a pop. Five dollars a pop. I'm saying like a ball. Yeah, Good. that's eighteen Good. bucks. Expensive. That's okay. a twenty gone. So that's, that's what I did uh, six that's years ago. That's less than a crankbait. Yeah, six years ago, I quit <laughs> golf. Si. I had to quit because I would get too upset. I was paying them a bunch of money, and then I'd go play a game and get upset about it. My blood pressure would go up. Yeah. So I quit the game six years. Best move I ever made. Yeah. yeah. Best, I, Not yeah. only did it raise your blood pressure, it it just uh, made the wallet go the other way. That's right. So okay. you, that's it. <laughs> you had to buy your cash club is going. Yeah, time. your cash is going down. That's it. You're paying. The you're paying them up. money to get frustrated yeah. and get your blood pressure up. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, Jet well, was right. I had yeah. a bad. I, I yeah. would get mad, and I would. It'd be like a helicopter. <laughs> but you could throw a golf club. Oh, I'll never forget. Oh, yeah. Oh, the best one ever. <laughs> uh, you remember this. I, I knocked it up there about, a, that's about 175 out, hit a, hit a, hit a, like a six iron up there about two feet. But it was on the crest of a hill. Willie was there, and, Willie, and all the skins were on the line. Willie yep. was talking at his back. He said, oh, stone, there. He said, proud of money. <laughs> so I get up there. Uh, the, it's this far. You, most of the time, it's a gimme. But when their skin's on the line, no gimme. You yeah, got, you got, to, got make to make it. So I get up there, I, put, I shank it. Didn't even hit the hole. <laughs> it gets on that hill, it rolls All down, five down. feet past it. Well, guess what? I'm still putting for skins because that was a birdie putt. This is par. Everybody else got bogey. So comebacker, Willie's like, Air Stone, you got to come back here to see if he can make it. Uh-uh. <laughs> Miss that one. It goes around. I, I put it back the other way. You ever heard of a four putt? I, it was a four putt for double bogey. Uh-oh. So I turned and looked at Willie. He had his hands over his face. I grabbed that putter. There was a pond there. I went, shoo, 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 shoo. 
Splash. I remember that. Put her in the pond. And, and <laughs> He's Will, gone. Willie, just, he was laughing so hard. He was rolling on the green, just rolling around. Oh, oh yeah, it's still there. So I'm glad I quit that stupid right. game. Stupid. Well, well, and the problem is now, so on vacation we played this year, but you didn't come. Mm-hmm. Um, and Willie didn't come, but but me, Jace, Reed, Cole, and Al, that was our, our group. Yeah. But Reed and Cole, they're good. Now. Oh, yeah. They're, they're young. They can oh, hit yeah. the ball a mile. So they whipped up. One day, though, I whipped them. <laughs> oh, that made it all so worth it. It made it all worth it. Yeah. But the rest of the time, I got. Yeah, I'm not stoned. I don't see how that game caught on. I mean, either. Yeah. Now, oh, I can go I to the driving range and say, give me a bucket of balls, and I just hit them and don't worry about where they go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, knock on me, go sideways. Hey, That's what I Put you another one up, tee another one up. I went to ICAST this year. We went to Top Golf. <laughs> yeah. I ain't never played golf. Oh, so there's one. And also, it's fun. I know. I played up there, yeah. And I tried to hit that thing. There was one big green deal out there. It was about 100 yards. And I had that. It had a number eight on it. If it had a number eight on it, I could hit it. All the others went crooked. And. <laughs> And I can hit it and get in there, and I I I scored pretty good because I was hitting it in the same place every time. Yeah. But I tried that with the big knot on it. Yeah, the and, driver. And yeah. tried to <laughs> hit it, but it was a size twelve. Yeah, with a size twelve boot on the end of it. Yeah, it's yeah. A big old yeah. thing. Yeah. It'd go the same distance. I said the one with a knot huh. on it. That's right. Said, well. <laughs> So I got the one with the number eight. I just kept hitting it. We've said this before, but what impresses me about it is is the guys that do it that are pros. Mm -hmm. It's amazing what they can do with a little stick and a little old bitty ball. Oh, it is. It is amazing. It it really is. I've gotten to be friends with a guy down there. There's several pro golfers that live down there in Austin, and uh, this guy's name is Andrew Landry. He's awesome. Y'all should, like, watch him. Uh, He's won a couple tournaments. He's from Beaumont. Good old boy. Big fisherman. But uh, I took uh, the first time I played with him. After nine holes, I said, "Look, man, I, I don't want to mess you up here, but what's what's your score?" I, I just watched him; he hit it up there about this far and make every putt. And he said, "He looked at the scorecard. He said, uh, I'm eight under." He was eight under after nine holes. <laughs> Who like, was Andy Morgan? <laughs> Andrew Landry. That's Andrew name. Landry. Andy Morgan. I thought you said Andy Morgan. No. Isn't Andy Morgan a, a professional fisherman? Mm-hmm. He said he No, but the my favorite one, you know, me and Jeb used to ride together in the carts because we like to have fun. Yeah. But there's other people I'm not yeah. going to mention yeah. their names yeah. that don't like to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we 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 would make sure that we were paired up in the same golf cart just so we could have fun yeah. and laugh and you know just have a yeah. good time. So it, I remember uh, Jeb was playing good one day and I was riding with him. And, and uh, old Jace knocked one up there stiff. There's a bunch of skins on the line. All, all these good stories uh, happen when there's a bunch of skins on yeah. the line. So Jace knocks one up there stiff, and Jep steps up there and then just shanks. His, he's he's only got like 90 yards, a little sandwich in his hand. He shanks it out in the woods, out of bounds. He, I'm, I'll never forget it. He walked up to the car, and he looked at me. He put his arms on his on all of his drivers, his three wood and his driver, and he goes snap, 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 snap everything with a right, hand. Everything <laughs> I did do that. Oh. Everything that had a head on it or a knot on it, as you say, was snapped in half. Yeah. yeah. That's called that's called immediate relief. That's <laughs> okay. You know what's so funny I is? just got to do it. I don't think I've done that since. 
That was my last fit of rage on the golf course. Yeah. Now I'm just like, you know, we start paying for that. Them shafts are expensive. Oh yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna do that anymore. Yeah. That's one of them it, deals it that I, it hits you, okay, and it's just total rage inside your body, oh, and yeah. you said, I've got to break something. Oh yeah, I felt it <laughs> many a time. That's why I quit the game. So oh, uh, yeah. Now, now I, I, I do things that are therapeutic. Golf is not therapeutic. So Therapeutic. Getting your butt whooped ain't, is therapeutic. It is. It's very therapeutic. Hey, tearing the tearing tearing muscle off your back. Yeah. I, oh, oh, oh. oh I, I, you know, I, I have my tail whipped on a weekly basis, and it's very therapeutic. Hey, tail, he's fixing to go to. What's that? You go jujitsu. Jujitsu. Yeah. He says, "Well, I got to get my mind right to get my butt whooped." That's it. He goes up there and gets. Well, his now butt you whooped. do that. He's got a good point there. Yeah, just not anybody can go up there and let somebody whoop them. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. right. Without, well, let's get into some of that right after, after the break. This break. There you go. I did. I did something pretty cool in Texas. I'd never done before. Um, kind of down south Texas off the coast, we we redfished, uh, caught redfish and trout, but what we did was we waited, which kind of, now you're talking about freaky, that freaked me out, is because you, you, you kind of wait a good ways away from the boat, you kind of get, you know, start catching them, and then you got a stringer, Ooh. like a buoy thing on it, and you just got these fish, and I, and then look, like second day, I'm like, you know, is a shark ever came? He's yeah, that's happened before. Oh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I don't like that. The music yeah. starts. The music starts, and you, and then you look behind <laughs> you, and all you see is a fan about this tall. Yeah. One, of the, one of the guys stepped on a, a stingray, mm. and it freaked him out, you know. And I was like, oh man, it's it's kind of scary because you can't see in the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't Not know what's, what's around your, you know, because you're at waist deep. That would remind me when we was down there, what on the, uh, I can't even think of it. Venice? No. Uh, the whole, the guy that let the, the island down there, I think, we had to fly into it. And we're, we're bone fishing. Oh, well, Belize. Yeah, yeah, Belize. Okay. We're, you know, the guys push poling us, you know. Yeah. You look over there and there'd be a, Big circle in the sand, you know, and you don't see good great. Look at that big old stingray. Yeah, you know, and everywhere you look, there'd be a big circle or a little circle. You know, they're just from like the size of a car down to a pie plate. Good, you know, and then we'd get up or close to them, and that be sand go everywhere. What was that last part? Uh, be sand, <laughs> you know. Uh, look, like a sandstorm. You would think you, you'd go to Belize. Nobody would know who Uncle Si is, but it was. <laughs> yeah. I hear, we'd walk, walk by and hear somebody say, Uncle C, Uncle C. Uh-huh. Uncle C, there he Uncle is. Uncle C. Yeah. They called him Uncle C. They knew who he was. Yep. <clears throat> I went to Disney crazy. World, and this is when we were, we were doing the show still, I think. And uh, and there was a lot of people from Brazil, and they they come up to me and Jess. We're like, wanting huh. pictures yeah. and stuff. But I was like, it's I guess it was yeah. a big deal. and. In Brazil, yeah, right? and in, and they're speaking Spanish. It's what all got me. And you know, you know, yeah. We, we, hey, we landed. <laughs> working hey, on Spanish. The, you talking you talking about that? We fly eight thousand miles to Maui and land, and then they push the thing up. You no inside thing, you know, to get off of. They push the thing up. And we walk down, and as soon as I walk out the door, I hear Okasai. And this is on Maui, eight thousand miles. I said, 
What yeah. in the world? Well, that That's is funny. the United States. Oh, well, yeah. I still, you know, you just wouldn't figure it. <laughs> cable, oh, cable television. Yeah. But the coolest part of that was I was I had a line on, on that part of the feminine. The Mayans? Yeah. Mayans. Mayans. Yeah. Mayans. Well, hey, I got a letter after that show because everybody was always telling me you're so stupid. You know, they don't, they ain't, they ain't never been on these islands. I had a letter from a guy that lived on, born and raised Hawaiian. Okay, he said, "Hey, tell Willie, the little fat CEO, that you were correct. There was Mayans on the island." There you go. So, I thought so now we know. Hey, that's right. I thought. I've been that wondering was about that. I was right. <laughs> this woman come up to me one time. Oh, you got well, you know, and uh, she said, "Girl, oh, you was just on TV. How are you here?" I said, "It's a commercial break." <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's a commercial break. Boy, I flew over just right after. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> but everything's real if you sit on TV. Oh yeah. Okay. Because that episode where I was went to the doctor and they said I was legally blind. I had a lady at church. <laughs> we was having trunk trunk a treat. On Halloween, I was sitting beside her. You know, somebody come up and said, well, uh, how you doing, Uncle Si, with your eyes, eyesight? And I said, hey, matter of fact, I just bought a new pair of glasses today. And I said, I see better, you know, 20 than 2020 with corrected lenses, you know. And that lady, she patted me on the leg and said, no, no, honey, you're in denial. You blind. You legally blind. <laughs> you know, so I tried to convince her that I wasn't okay oh, for 15 minutes. You Finally, can't. it was just Darling, no, you in denial, honey. Yeah. So I said, okay, I, I give up. I, I'm legally blind. Yeah. You know, this boy walked up to me one time in the airport and said, you're Jep. I said, no, I'm Godwin. <laughs> no, you ain't. I, I said, you're Jep, buddy. Yeah. yeah, me and Paula was sitting there. Paula was looking at me. I said, no, I'm Godwin. No, you're Jep. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. Paula said, too bad for Jep. Too bad, too bad for Jep, boys. <laughs> crazy. I just go with it. You they just call, got they call me Jace all the time. Yeah. Still, people do. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> right. But it's awesome. I mean, it's it's opened a lot of doors for us. And pretty awesome people watch us. Well, that was crazy. Well, it's the Almighty doing what the Almighty does best. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, y'all definitely taken full advantage of, of your platform in a positive way. So, let's get into some of that right after the break. All right. We're back. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> All right, we're back, boys. He right well, back. Have I, ever, have I ever told you the story uh, about me almost drowning when I was like five years old? No, you ever heard that story? I, I've never I heard that. So my dad had this dog. Man, I, I used to know his name. I can't remember it now. It's a big old black lab. Uh, Vegas? No, it was a male dog. This, I mean, this was a long time ago. I was five years old. Um, but me, I was out, uh, I think we were fishing maybe with, with cane poles, me and my, my childhood neighbor, Chesley Carl Strubin, Chess, that's what we called him. Um, but I couldn't swim and I fell in the water and, uh, I mean, and, and Chess just ran to get dad and that dog was down there with us and jumped in. I don't know how long I was flailing. It's kind of one of my earliest memories, and and I just remember grabbing onto the dog, and then he swam back to the. So I kind of fell in and was kind of a ways away from the 
pier or the boat dock. And uh, I'll never forget because the worst part was, I think it was in my underwear, and Dad whipped me. <laughs> like, it scared him, but he also was like, yeah, yeah. boy, I told you not to go down yeah, there. You can't no, swim, yeah, you know. Yeah, and so yeah. he whipped me, and, the, and my butt was wet. Oh, man, it hurt so bad. Oh, I bet you it did. But it scared me, and I, and because of that, I honestly, I was so scared of the water. Like, when I'd go to, like, Camp Chioka and stuff when I was a kid, I did. I was in the – all my friends were down there in the deep end because you had to swim, but I was just like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't want any. Yeah. I was scared of the water. Oh, I literally yeah. had like yeah. a phobia of water. I didn't mm. learn how to swim until I was like twelve years old. That's pretty traumatic experience. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just think about that dog though. That dog knew that he was in trouble. Family. Well, no, no, yeah. That's wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is. Mm. Yeah. Senses. They sense it. You know, mm-hmm. a lab, a lab to me is if you're gonna have a dog, uh, a lab is gonna be hard to beat. You know, you got mm-hmm. your little little yippy dogs like Jace got over there. Yeah. You know, the things. You yeah. know, what's his name? What's he call him? Uh, but he's got two of them now, Buddy and and uh, Biggin or something. Well, Biggin is lab. Okay, I like it. I like that okay. dog. He's a good dog. But he's got, oh, his little. He's dogs. got them little yippy dogs. Every yeah. time you come, yeah. they always them kind of. They always they'll bite you. Oh, yeah. The little bitty ones they bite you because you know I guess it's because you know <clears throat> you know because I dated a girl and she had a little old Chihuahua, you know, and she one night we sit on the couch, you know, and she said the dog come up and grab at me, and I said I hey, grab that dog, throw him out, put him outside. <laughs> I said, because hey, if he bites me, I'm going to kill him. Hey, that dog. <laughs> I'm serious. That was a good dog because it knew you bad, You had bad <laughs> intentions. No, no, but, no, no. But anyway, right. yo, they know. we're sitting on the couch, and she said, look, y'all got to make friends. You know, she, so she just took that crazy little dog and put him in my lap and grabbed my hand and just put it on him, and he just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was trying to run you look, off. Oh, no. Hey, he drew blood. <laughs> You know, and I said, girl, I said, so I finally just said, I said, no, hey, you're out. Yeah, you call her. Yeah, you yeah. and the little chihuahua, bye. Uh, she, said, she said, finally. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, well, hey, maybe she did. But I say, hey. you know, Kay's dogs, Bobo and those two little yippy dogs, she's yeah. got. Freaky and know, sneaky. They, they, they can sense <laughs> vibes. Yeah. If, oh, yeah. You, if you're up to no good. That's right. Bobo's. Uh, hey, well, that's Phil. Growl at you all well, yeah, I know, but Phil's. He's been building that dog up for that all his life. Well, right, yeah. Don't don't be walking up in there, you yeah, know, in the yeah. middle of the night. Because yeah. no, yeah. Phil's Phil's line is uh, they're my first line of defense. defense. He said I can tell between a a a, a growl on people that are up to no good and a growl and a bark. So he he's got it down to where he knows. By the tone of the dog, well, if it's a bad person or a good person, he'll say, I just get up and spray bullets to the wall. Well, no, no, based that, on that hey, bark. So Jeff, I'm thinking, I'm never coming over here after dark. Yeah. Jeff is right yeah. there, okay. But I had said about dog sensing stuff if if your dog, which is normally real, uh, uh, you know, nobody, everybody that comes in that don't bother him, you know, and it, he, they can pet him and he don't get all bent out of shape, yeah. If uh, someone comes in and a dog starts grabbing at him, that is normally real pleasant. Yeah. The dog knows you can't trust that dude. That's right. That's why that chihuahua. I'm serious. It may have been, but I'm just saying, hey, that's true. Because we've had dogs all our life, and I'm telling you, you know, our dog be laying over on the floor or something, somebody come in, he start growling, we'd have to grab him. 
Because he fixed, he fixed the bike to oh, whoever. Yeah. He don't like him, and he's got a good reason. And then you find out. You know, it's like when they down there with uh, Jimmy Red's kids. Bobo used to, every time they'd see one of them, he, they, you know. Well, hey, we drove by there one day, and they out there trying to beat him with a stick. Oh, yeah. You know. So, yeah. they, hey, they, they, something's going on that you don't know about, That's okay, right. with that guy or yeah. with them them people so Bo, to speak. Bobo's, Bobo's a smart dog now. Uh, he yeah. knows like by yeah. that time he bit bit your mama uh, I came over the next day he looked at me and just yeah <laughs> I come down he, there he knew he messed up no I no said. I come down there two weeks later and usually yeah. he runs up and jumps in my lap he come up and gives up and he was Yo, you go pet me, and I, I looked at him he, he just walked away he just thought no well you know the night after he bit Miss <clears throat> K uh, uh, Phil said Miss K was at the hospital, and uh, Phil Phil was awakened in the middle of the night by a dog fight underneath the house, like right underneath his bedroom. He said, "All night." He finally went outside and hollered, and they quit. Well, the next morning, I showed up do some work down there, and uh, and Bobo come limping in, head all swole up. You know, he got blood on him, not his blood. I imagine it was a big boar raccoon or something, but he was tussling with under the house. Right. Yep. And Bobo is notorious snake killer. He he's he kills him in the yard all the time. Oh yeah. Yep. So uh, he comes hobbling in. He he, <laughs> he he looks at your dad, and your dad looks at him. And he said, "What goes around comes around." <laughs> so he just lay down. You know. Good grief. But yeah, those dogs. I mean, that's that's a that's a cool story. That that lab knew you were in trouble. Knew you couldn't swim. Yep. And it can sense go. that. Swam out there. You grab a hold of him. He swims you back to the bank. I mean, that's. Oh. But I also realized that your dad, even though it might have seemed uh, pretty mean at the time yeah, to yeah. get a whooping over that, but it, it, he was the same situation I was when my youngest daughter ran away. I knew that I had to do something to deter that in the future you know she right. was five when it four right. i four when it happened so um you know so he was at a crossroads there so he had to do something yeah. to keep you from doing that again yeah. Yeah. but you know pretty, that's, that's a cool story yeah i've seen i mean like like with people that have seizures like i know scott when he was young would yep. have um like epi- epileptic you know people yeah. um there's dogs now that can sense that mm-hmm. you know like they're you know, well, uh, no, no, all, all the yeah. all the vets that's got them, okay, it you know, because Scott's got one of them, and, and like you know, when he, he's having something coming up with his uh, what is it, the, PTSD, yeah, when mm-hmm. he's having fixed to have one of them attacks, that dog will go over and immediately lay her head on him, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. Yeah. she knows, okay, because I actually seen him have one of his episodes, and we literally, me and Marsha literally had to physically pick him up and take him out of the car because his his mind actually shut his body off mm. and all it was was he he was going to work he used to be a, a recruiter here in monroe he was going to work and he seen a homeless guy and he stopped and tried to help him and then he told philip he went to see philip mcmillan and said hey you know I, I met this guy today and i want to be able to help him you do this for a living you know mm-hmm. how can i help him you know, and then that evening he had had an episode, and what it was, he used to fly out into battlefields, okay, where they just have, you know, and would pick up prisoners. 
And of course, they was malnourished and dirty and all this, you know. And when he, that's where he went as soon as he remembered, you know, seeing this homeless guy. Mm. So it's one of them things. It's real, folks. This, mm-hmm. you know, disorder. <clears throat> so it's just one of them things. But dogs, okay, like I, we were talking about before, they sense this stuff, okay, before it's fixing to happen. They can tell it's coming. Yeah, and I was like, when he saw you, that dog saw you fall in the water, he knew, okay, <laughs> which is pretty pretty cool that's, when you think wild. about it, that yeah. the Almighty puts that in them. And okay. an animal, mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, if you're looking for a dog, go with a lab. Yep. Mm. They're a good pet, number one, yeah. and then they actually do their job, which is they love to hunt no, yep. okay. and retreat. They're very right. loyal and protective. They are, yeah. but there are, yeah. there, are, there are a few out there that are <laughs> – Oh, they'll they'll strain you. To beat you like yeah, they'll old, strain old you. Okay, but I, I think uh, Phil just won't do. Old blue <laughs> just won't do. Phil loves that old dog. Yeah. He finally retired. He's, that sucker was fast. I, I'll oh say yeah, that. he was, was the best retriever oh, we yeah. ever had. But he had terrible manners. Yeah. yeah. Well, he had a lot of issues to you had to deal with. Let's talk about some of them right after the break. That that'd be a good one. Welcome back to the Duck Call Room. Well, we were just talking about Old Blue. Old Blue. He Phil's trusty lab for 11 years. Mm. Well, the pro. when I look at something, I always try to look at the pros and the cons. And, and this dog was a 50-50 dog. 50-50. The best retriever we've ever had, but the worst manners I've ever seen on a dog. Case he would the duck blind. He would eat the duck blind. That is correct. I've never seen a dog eat the duck blind. He ate the wood off the duck blind. Yeah. All the one. brush. He would have to, all you'd hear before daylight is crunch. Crunch. Yep. You know, yeah. Dry, dry sticks popping. He's over you. Yeah. He's crazy. All everything and he did. had terrible <laughs> manners. Terrible gas. He he would oh, yeah. he would <laughs> cut wind. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it was the Ooh. worst dog. Nice. Uh, when dogs cut wind, yeah. it's the worst. Yeah. He well, wasn't. He was not housebroken. Okay, because he would uh, use the bathroom in yeah. the boat. He would. Yeah, that's right. He would, in the four wheeler. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yes. Yeah. There'd be a little pile in there. Phil scoop it out. With, <laughs> don't, he, don't put your grip in Phil's rig. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. you yeah. never do. No. <laughs> and then he'd go run through water, and the first thing he's gonna do is he's gonna jump on you, yep. on somebody, whoever's in yeah. there. And just then, you know. Yeah. We finally talked him into retiring because the dog got to where he couldn't see and hear no more. He had a white, had a lot of white hair on his face. But uh, but I can tell your dad was really attached to that Mm -hmm. dog, Jeff. I mean, he's he's never been attached to a dog until that one. That'd be the last thing we'd discuss when we'd all get in the four wheelers fixing to leave. They'd tell me, hey, are we taking the dog? Or without it. And Stone would say, hey, leave the dog. I don't mind going to get the ducks. That's yeah. right. And Phil said, no, we're going to take him. Yeah. He <laughs> was a good he, – he'd get him. If you uh, cripple one down, oh, yeah. he's going to oh, get yeah. him. He's going to get him, Bubba. Well, si, you ready to get into some of this That's hello right. at Duck Call Room email? The mailbox, boys. All right. We have a question from Sammy. Sammy says, hello, I have a question for Jay about venison. 
with his infinite cooking wisdom. Yep. There you go, boy. I was wondering how to get the gamey taste out of venison. Now, mm. I have a little bit of cooking wisdom. It's not infinite, but <laughs> as far as wild game goes, I am proficient with getting gamey flavor out of wild game. Now, if you think venison is gamey, do not eat duck. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so right. here's what I do when I prepare my venison. She says I have everything but back straps in my freezer and would like to start cooking it more. Any recipes will be greatly appreciated. So first off, you need to age your venison. When you harvest your deer, you hang it up and you let it age with the hide on. I do it for 21 days. When you start seeing that mold growing on the inside of that rib cage, it's time it's ready. Time to skin the deer. So yep. I'll gut it, cut the head off of it, and hang it up. Now, if you don't have access to a walk-in cooler or where you live is not cool enough to do that, you can do what they call wet age. You can go ahead and uh, cut cut all your pieces off your deer when, at, right after you kill it. Put it in a uh, vacuum seal bag. Uh, I'll, I'll cut my back straps in half, put them in vacuum seal. Put them in a refrigerator, not freezing. You got to be 34 to 37 degrees, and you can wet age that venison, you know, uh, seven to 14 days, however long you want to do it. And what that does, that breaks down all those uh, muscle fibers. Because when you kill an animal, it it, it locks up, right. and that back strap's real tight. After you age it, the texture's really mushy. Yeah. So I would highly suggest aging venison because there's not a lot of fat in venison. And if you don't age your venison, it's going to be pretty tough uh, from my experience. Well, it's like yeah. when you go to a steakhouse, I mean, when I finally learned, like, all the good steaks were aged That's right. beef. I mean, yeah. it's it's yeah. way more tender and just better. Tender, yeah. juicy. Yeah. Well, what well, do you recommend? She's already got it. She's already oh. got it. So, you know... I would recommend slow cooking. Uh, if you're going to cook the uh, shoulders, hams, you know, you, you can slow cook them things uh, like a roast and, and in a crock pot or a Dutch oven, and uh, they'll turn out good. Uh, but if you got something, if you think it tastes gamey, you can do this trick. You can brine that meat in salt water overnight, and that'll take a lot of that gamey out of it. Now, if you're going to fry it, you, I would recommend a saltwater brine, and then the next night, a buttermilk brine. Or mm. milk. Or milk. Sweet milk yeah, could do it, too. Buttermilk. Yeah, but buttermilk. I've, buttermilk. Done, I've done both. It's yeah. Yeah, anyway. it does. Oh. So that does help with the gamey flavor, and plus they have a lot of marinades, wild game marinades. You can marinate it in. So there's a lot of ways to get the gamey out of it, but, uh, yeah. That's 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 my advice. Well, so. marinade usually just covers it up. That's okay. right. Okay. Okay. If you want it to taste like marinade, put a marinade on. Yeah, yeah. Saltwater brine. Yeah, we'll actually draw it, draw it out. We'll draw so. it out. All right, and there here's one go. for you, Sai. Now, I don't know if you can uh, answer this question without laughing, but no, uh, this is from Austin. Austin is a cavalry scout and a fairly fresh promoted E5 in the Army. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yep. Yep. Just got promoted. Congratulations, yep, Austin. on that. And I was wondering if Uncle Si and RJ, I'm not qualified to answer this, has any advice on being an effective leader? 
Thank you for any and all help. Now, now we all know Cy was was. Uh, what would you get up to? Uh, e seven. E seven. Yep. He could have been an E. So in the first e class. I never got. Could, up I, I could not. Well, I never did see on that. You know, I never did see a job I wanted that was E eight or E nine. Because when you get to that level, you got to be political. Yeah. Okay, and I'm I'm not political. Okay, but the real reason I. E7 was high as I went. I could not keep my mouth shut. Shocker. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, shocker. But. Uh, <laughs> so would you say you were an effective leader? I always, I'm, 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 I'm uh, on that. I, I would just put it this way. I, would, I need improvement on, we, on being an effective leader. Well, we all but do. one of the things that I got in more trouble for, because you got to understand, you've got your rank issues, okay, and they say, okay, the powers to be and the officers and NCOs higher ranking, okay. I got in more trouble because I always, I didn't want to ask my men to do something that I wouldn't that do you myself. you wouldn't do, that's right. Okay, but I got in more trouble because when we was working, I would be in the ditch working with them. That's right. Okay, and then my higher NCOs and officers would say, hey, that's for the troops to do, not you. Huh. You know, but the thing on a leader, all good leaders that I knew, okay, they had the servant attitude, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. So yep. that'd be my best advice to you. But like I said, you got to watch it because it's going to get you in trouble if you work with the troops because you're higher-ranking NCOs and officers. Well, you know, I had, I had some leaders – uh, that would do exactly what you were talking about. And, and I never was a leader in the military. I was always a grunt. So, but the, my leaders that I respected the most were the yeah. ones that led by example yeah, yeah, and yeah, got yeah. out there and, yeah, and got yeah. dirty with their, with their guys. So they yeah, re- that, they that's realized, my advice. Well, they you realized got, it was I, easier to I, pull a rope than I, push I, it. I, Yeah, I'll put it, I'll put it this way. Okay. Cause you know, you're in the military. If you had to go to war, and you may end up dying with this with each other. Okay, so you know you uh, here's the thing you gotta gotta remember, you gotta count on that man who is leading you, and you gotta count on that man who is following you mm-hmm. to have your back. That's it. And you could tell the guys that yeah. that were willing to die. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. each other. Yeah, I mean, because hey, mm. the, the leader he'll always okay, you know. He'll have you back, and usually, you know, he'll be in front of you when so, when it when it gets the rough, the going gets rough. So, Austin, our advice to you: lead by example. Yeah. And you yeah. know, Sai, there are there are a lot of good humans left on the planet. You oh, don't have to are. look too far. You look at our in our nation's military, yep. and you will find servants and people yeah. that are selfless. That's it. So, That's it, boys. All right, yeah. Godwin, you want to wrap us up with a Bible verse? Oh yeah. I got a good one. All right, boys. Where we I at, Godwin? Lo- on was, it. I was looking uh, today, and it was Second uh, Corinthians four, sixteen through eighteen, because all this, you know, all this COVID going around, this Delta variant, and everybody's scared, and the president's gonna talk to us and tell us what to do. We have to wear masks again. That's that's gonna be pitiful, but um, you just can't lose. A lot of people scared, and 
and anxious, I guess you'd say. Yeah. And mm-hmm. rightly so, rightly yeah. so. Yeah. But this is a good one right here. Second Corinthians four sixteen through 18. Therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet in, inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Mm. There you go. So in other words, hey, here's the summary of all that. Don't get too downhearted when everything around you seems to be going to the dogs. Okay? Look to the future, boys. That's right. Fix your eyes on Jesus and the Almighty. Okay, because he's still in charge. Him what, three. Uh, what Dad's always told me is just love God and love people, and yep. life will be good. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. The rest will work itself That's out. That's right. It'll all just work out. Just remember, we win. win. All right, all right folks. Win. That's it. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Thanks for watching. Yep.